Welcome to the milk bar. 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 Welcome along to episode 467 of the Milk Bar. Jason Forrest here with you as ever this week. Coming up on the show, we'll finally get about West Bromwich Operatics Youths. Uh, they've got a brand new show on the way in November. It is Hairspray, and they want to make sure they've got a great cast for it. So they're auditioning this weekend. We'll have a chat with them. We've got music from Chris Westwood. We'll be hearing from Anthem's Choir. That's on the way. James Collins is going to let us know all about what's going on at the Grand Theatre with the their plans for a brilliant schools interactive project in the run-up to Christmas. But first of all, let's find out what's going on with more from Ladies' Day. From the 13th through to the 28th of July, Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre are putting on a production of Ladies' Day. It is an in-house production, and Sean McKenzie is one of the stars of the show, and he's with me now. Hello! Hello, how are you? I'm good, and you must be enjoying the, the whole experience of the launch down here at Wolverhampton Racecourse. Yeah, it's brilliant. I love the races. I'm a big fan of the horse racing, so um, yeah, no, it's fantastic. And you are listed as having several roles in this, uh, but that pretty much sums up your your entire CV because you've had so many different roles in everything. I should yeah. think you can be you're ready a, for anything. Man of a thousand faces. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I've been lucky. I've had a great career and I've played a lot of different roles. And and what's brilliant about this play is uh, Ladies' Day. Obviously, it's about four women who go to the races, and um, but the one male character plays all the male characters that they meet over the course of the day. So I get to play uh, Joe, the supervisor at the factory, the ticket tout, Jim McCormack, the racing commentator, uh, a drunk gambler who loses <laughs> all his shirt. Uh, and I get to play a very interesting character towards the end of the place called Barry, who kind of ties up the whole story in many ways, but I won't give too much away. No, so. maybe no spoilers. And I, and I play the brilliant, brilliant Irish jockey Patrick as well, <laughs> which is a brilliant character to play. And um, yeah, it's a fantastic part. It's a really fantastic part. And a real workout for you and probably many yeah. different outfits. So yeah, you, you've yeah, got to work hard at this one. Yeah, yeah. But I'm used to that. I'm, uh, I've just finished a great play um, two weeks ago called Two by Jim Cartwright. Mm-hmm. And in that play, there's only two characters, one male, one female. But we play seven different characters each. And it's an amazing play. And that is kind of, um, it's one of those plays that every actor has to do if they get a chance. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is the same, more multi-rolling. But I love that. I love the variety of it. I love the fun of it. You get to do some great comic acting. You get to do some great straight acting and and everything in between. So, yeah, it's yeah, fantastic. But, but this is a great comedy as, oh, as well. And, and, and an exploration of, of the you know, of people as well and yeah. getting an understanding of them, but, but fun along the way. Uh, it's a great play. It's a very, very, very funny play. And the Amanda's written such great four characters for the women to play. Mm-hmm. They're all so beautifully drawn. And the male characters are as well, but it is a very, very funny play. And with the music of Tony Christie... And uh, and uh, his possible appearance in the play, I think it's going to be a real crowd pleaser for definite. <laughs> and obviously tying it too as well because it, it's actually linked into Wolverhampton because it, it, yeah. I managed to let it be reset as being at Wolverhampton yeah, Racecourse. Well, well uh, Wolverhampton's got a fish factory, <laughs> which the original play has yep. up in Hull. It also has a racecourse, uh, and Amanda wrote it, uh, I think, 2003-04, when Ascot relocated to York. Mm-hmm. So the girls went from the whole fish factory to the York races when it was Royal Ascot up at York. Um, uh, and so it beautifully translates to here, because you've got a fish factory in Wolves, and you've got this beautiful racecourse here, the old weather track. So, yeah, it's going to work perfectly, I think. 
And with the multi roles that you've got in this, obviously you've got to be a good caliber of actor to get this. This is the reason you have the gig. Well, it's very but kind to, of you. to be able, to be able to do that, it must be you know, quite quite good fun. But uh, is is there anything there that you find slightly daunting that you you, you know you're going to spend the next few weeks making sure you get absolutely spot on? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> I think I think with any show I've ever done, I really do my homework and I really do my groundwork. The advantage I have this time is I've actually done this play before. Aha. Uh-huh. So. Um, I did it about eight years ago with Alistair, who's directing it this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a great part. Amanda's rewritten it slightly, so there's new challenges there. But then I'll always challenge myself anyway to make it even better than it was before. So, so yeah, I always work hard. I always do my homework. So hopefully it should be as good as every bit as good as it was last time, if not better. And someone like the Grand Theatre, a fantastic place to play oh, too. Beautiful theatre, gorgeous theatre. I've never played it actually. I've got an endless list of theatres I've played over my career. In fact, it's on July the 10th, just before we open, it'll be 25 years since I left Ferrada. Mm-hmm. So the day on July the 10th. So, uh, yeah, I've played a lot of different theatres, but I've always wanted to play Wolverhampton Grand because it's a Phipps theatre, I think, yep. which is, he was contemporary of Matcham. Mm-hmm. I've done a lot of Matcham theatres. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to playing there. I can't wait. Well, it's going to be a, a great show and a great stage with some great stars and you being yeah. one of them. Sean, thank you for having a chat with us. My we pleasure. look forward to seeing you in July. No problem. Lovely to meet you and uh, I really look forward to it. So buy some tickets and come and see us. 01902 <laughs> to the box office number grandtheatre.co.uk to get your tickets online. But come along and see Ladies' Day at the Grand. Chris Westwood has been working with the team at Strawberry Moon Records for the last 12 months. He's here now, ahead of a single release coming up in August, and uh, quite a busy time over the next few weeks. Hello, sir. How are you doing? Oh, all good here, and uh, life treating you well? Yeah, not too bad. Got a bit of a suntan at the minute. So. That helps. Uh, so you, you officially look like a Strawberry Moon, which, <laughs> which is, uh, I think, good branding there. Indeed. Uh, but obviously, uh, it, it's great to work with someone when you're coming to put your singles out. I know that you're going to have uh, work out on pretty much every single legal download site at the minute. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what, what has been going on? How did we get to this point? Uh, well, it all started off, I'd put a, a video up on, on uh, my Facebook page, really, of just playing piano. I'd had a few too many drinks, in all honesty. <laughs> um, 
And yeah, it went from there. It seemed to spiral out of control that night. People sending messages and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then the guys at Strawberry Moon got in touch and um, sort of offered me a, a record deal, which I was completely blew away by. I'd never, never sort sort of had anything like that before. Uh, so yeah, it's just it's, it's been crazy since then. It's gigging every weekend in the studio, pretty much every weekend, developing my sound. And yeah, just having a really good time with it again. Yeah, but you had been working on your music anyway. You've been mm. writing songs, so multi-instrumentalist, so you're quite annoying as far as everyone's <laughs> concerned. But uh, I mean, that allows you to experiment a bit more with music. And when you are in the studio, I suppose it means that you can work on putting as many of the layers down that you want to, to, to build that sound. And it's having the support and the confidence from someone to do that rather than bringing in other musicians sometimes, yet still working with other people as you, you know, feel the creativity needs. And you've been sort of building yeah, the, the, the music this way? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'd started off pretty predominantly on guitar, um, learned guitar the same reason everyone does, to get girls. Um, it didn't, wasn't very successful in all honesty in that respect, but uh, yeah, about a year ago I started uh, learning a bit on the piano. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing major, just literally enough so I could write songs and, and progress my music. Uh, and I've been in the studio recently with Gavin Monaghan yeah. at uh, Magic Gardens, and that's where we've been uh, developing the sound. So with Love and War, we went in, it was just lyrics and a little rhythm on, on keyboards, and we sort of built it from the bottom up, and it's it sounding really good now, I can't wait for it to come out. I mean, the gigging, though, has been your testing ground for this music, and that's been going great too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Strawberry Moon had booked me a, a little run of pub gigs. Um, it's been mainly up north, to be fair, somewhere I've never really played much. Uh, but it, it does, it helps you develop your sound and, and really get to know how to work a crowd, and I think that's the main part. I don't think enough people get out there nowadays and sort of really develop their talent, the, the sort of just get into the studio and try and get it straight out. I think you need to play to a man and his dog before you can play to 30,000 people. Yeah, and you have actually recently played to 30,000 people though as well. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Wolves promotion party, I was looking lucky enough by yourself to be asked uh, to, to come and join you on stage there. I played the opening slot and I, I, I did a rendition of I Have Silver Lining. That went down well, that don't, did go down very well. Yeah, yeah, it was nice to have 30,000 people sort of <laughs> screaming it back to you. It, was, uh, it took my breath a bit because uh, I'd never sort of been in a crowd that big. Uh, but yeah, it was one of those moments. Best day of my life so far, I think. Uh, but yeah, deservedly playing the music live and again getting that reaction. Mm-hmm. And probably a bit different to a pub gig because you couldn't see the you know, the reactions on people's faces as much from from a stage with a sea of people in front of you. But you know the noise coming back helps. And you know, does that give you confidence in, in what you're doing and the success you're hoping to see over the summer? Yeah, definitely. I mean, with, with the smaller gigs, I, f- I find myself being more nervous because of that fact you can look into someone's eye and sort of <laughs> say, this one's for you. Uh, whereas when it's 30,000 people, it, it is just a, a mass. And don't get me wrong, it was, it, as I say, it was the best day of my life. But uh, the, the small gigs, you can get a bit more intimate and, and you can see people really like connecting to the music. And mm-hmm. when they do that to your own music, it's even better. So you've got the single on the way out. Mm-hmm. I mean, what else is there in the in the can already? Are you still working towards the album, or is, mm-hmm. is there something already uh, recorded? Yeah, I mean the uh, the single's been recorded for about a year now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've sort of sat back on it a bit because I wanted this one to be perfect. Um, with previous releases with bands that I've been in the past, it was sort of again get it recorded and get it sent straight out. With this one, I wanted the product to be perfect and something I was really proud of. And we're at that stage now. Um, in regards to future with the album and things, there are songs there um, and I am planning on going back in the studio. We have the second single ready already, uh, but we're going to stick with this one for now. It's out on the 31st of August. Uh, it is available for pre-order now mm-hmm. on uh, iTunes, Amazon, Google Play. Uh, so if you could 
get that downloaded would be a massive help. Yeah, show some support. Request it nicely. Does this mean you're prepared to play it live for us though now to have a little listen to give everyone a taster for what this all sounds like? Definitely, why not? Okay, sounds good to me. Where can people find you on social media? Uh, usual places, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, send me a message. I'd, I'd like to reply back to you all. And, uh, and any interesting handles or just be just looking for Chris Westwood? Uh, just Chris Westwood. If you, if you search, it will turn up somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Track him down. Well worth it. We'll find out now listening to the music. But Chris, yeah, great stuff. Thanks again for doing the gig over the summer and uh, we look forward to hearing more of you over the sunny months fantastic and make sure you put sunscreen on <laughs> will do <laughs> I'm sorry but I think I'm gonna have to go now Gonna get back on my way Don't cry Oh, for me now Cause a teardrop in the ocean In what we need We sing to songs That never made much sense We'd dance around the garden And we'd sit on a fence We wouldn't argue And we wouldn't fight Just fools in love Still amazed by you 
How can I be strong when I'm living without you? When all is well in love and war, it's you that I adore. This weekend, West Bromwich Operatic Society's Youth Division, which is probably the easiest way for me to describe them, are running auditions for Hairspray. To tell us more, Emma Nicholas, hello. Hello there. So, basically, a fantastic show, some brilliant songs, uh, a great message, and such good fun too. It's all going to be on stage from the 7th through to the 10th of November, but you need to get your cast together, which means you're running auditions this Sunday. I am indeed, yeah. We need a few parts, um, but there's got to be specific parts. Okay, who are you looking for? Um, We're looking for a seaweed, a motor-mouth Maybell, and the dynamite. So, so, very important parts of the show. Basically, they're really the stars, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I mean, Seaweed's got some amazing moves. Uh, Motorworth, yeah. Maybell, uh, just an amazing character. And the Dynamites are probably going to fly in and sing a few tunes. <laughs> they are, yeah. They, they, they do come in on and off and, and do some bits of um, singing. Um, so, yes. Yeah. So, three parts, well, three sort of parts. Yeah, so we're looking at five performers there, aren't we? So, uh, yeah, this is a big dynamite. Yeah. Big parts in the show. Now, basically, uh, you kids are you looking for are age 14 through 19? Yeah, for these particular parts, we're going to say sort of 14 plus. Mm-hmm. Although, for our youth section, we do go from age 9. But so uh, I think for these parts, we need to be 14 to 19. Well, Motormouth is very much the mother figure in this show and, Indeed, and yeah, looks after all the kids. So, yeah. yeah, it seems to be the top end of the age range for that one, quite yeah. possibly. Seaweed play is uh, the, the, the son of uh, Motormouth. The son, so again, round 14. Would do the job. And then, yeah. then the Dynamite's really anywhere. You're looking for just really talented yeah. singers in that group. Yeah. So uh, that's uh, what you're looking for. So they say the auditions are taking place this Sunday. Whereabouts are they? Um, it's at All Saints Primary School in West Bromwich, mm-hmm. on Wilford Road. Um, and we're starting at two o'clock. Now, you're an amazing company, so I know you're going to have some uh, great performers doing all the other stuff. So uh, yeah, do come along, do audition. And uh, it's. Uh, it, do they need to get in touch, first of all, to let you know they're coming? Yeah, they can give me a call on 07904 506 Or they can even email me on emma at wbos.co.uk. So emma at wbos.co.uk. Or that phone number again, 07904 806598 07904 But have a chat, get involved It's going to be an absolutely fantastic show We know that much And uh, it's because that's, as you say, running at the Dormston Mall Theatre From the 7th to the 10th of November Which you'll need availability for As well as the rehearsals too But uh, going to be a, a brilliant show Because I, I know how much you guys throw into these things when you do it And uh, WBOS always do a brilliant job of all their performances Oh, thank you. Well, if you're transported back to 1960s Baltimore, then get in touch with Emma. That phone number again, 07904 Thanks for joining us and have a great time with the show. Thank you very much.
anthem are performing very soon. To tell us more about it, we have Elise. Hello. Hello. And you've got a choir over here. I know, the whole lot Say hello. Hello. We'll hear them sing in a short while's time. But before we get all of that underway, two, two, two and a half years now? Yes, two and a half years. So we started, uh, oh gosh, February 2016. Mm-hmm. And it was just a youth choir to begin with. So we had uh, only about 10 to 15 uh, young students between mm-hmm. the ages of 11 and 18. And then we decided in the September to launch the adult choir. So we now boast, between the two choirs, just over 60 members. And it's sounding amazing from what I hear. Oh, but yeah. They're all right. <laughs> they're all right. <laughs> Are you more than all right? No, they're so good. And do you know what? It's, um, it, this is, so this is, the show's going to um, showcase everything that we've done since about January time. So a lot of hard work has gone mm. into what people are going to see on the night. Now, you're rehearsing down here at uh, Wensall Methodist Church. Yeah. And a great venue for it, fantastic acoustics. Yeah. And that all helps when you're preparing a show, I'm sure. Absolutely. We couldn't have asked for a better venue. We recently moved here. Um, in February, was it this year, I think we moved? Um, and it's just, it's huge. You know, we've got room to move because we do move a little bit as well. So we do have mm-hmm. a bit of choreography. Um, so it just allows us to do a little bit more, which is nice. Mm-hmm. So tell us about the forthcoming gig then. Forthcoming gig is at the Dormstone Mill Theatre in Sedgley. Okay. Um, Another fantastic venue. I love it. It's so good. We're really excited. We've not actually performed there before. Mm-hmm. So this is actually going to be our biggest show today date which is really really exciting uh, it's friday the 15th of june it's one night only so mm. get your tickets fast they are selling um and it's, like i say it's just a showcase of everything that we've done since january um pretty much yeah so featuring both of our choirs we've got two we've got our youth choir oh, on the floor down here yes. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then the uh, anthem voices is our adult choir so a brilliant show how do people get tickets? We've got a Facebook page, so please do like and follow us at Anthem Voices. All the details are there. I think we've only got about just under 100 tickets left. So getting quick. Please getting quick, yes. Yeah. We'd, love to, we'd love it to be a sellout. Okay, so we want to hear these guys sing now. Yeah. What are you going to sing for us? Because everyone loves a bit of The Greatest Showman, so mm-hmm. we're going to do Come Alive from The Greatest Showman. Okay, they are Anthem. This is Lee. This is the gang. Let's stand back and enjoy the magical sound of these guys performing. Thank you. You can't shake away. Cause you're just a dead man walking. Maybe that. 
Santo is on our mind. It's not too far away before we start thinking about Christmas. James Collins over at the Grand has got another brilliant community project to involve everyone across the city in the magic of Panto. And he's on the line there to tell me more about it. Hi, James. How are you doing? Hi, how are you? Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, all, all good here. So uh, what is it this year? Because last year we saw a giant giant, but you have something new afoot ahead of this year's Panto. Yes, so to follow on from last year's giant success, hey, hey. Um, we've, uh, we've got a project called uh, Dream Big, which is based around Sleeping Beauty, and it's a primary school project, and we're going to have a, a, a really great, funny lady called Emma Pursehouse, who is a, a comedian and ch- child's author and, and poet, and she's going to be delivering uh, creative writing workshops to 10 primary schools, and in, the, in those primary schools will be 10 uh, children have been selected by the schools to take part in these workshops, and by the end of the workshop, they'll hopefully write a, a, a short bedtime story. Getting them to be creative, and hopefully we'll use, we'll have children who have um, different different skill levels and abilities, uh, which which will be good. So we'll be getting their writing skills up up and uh, and and hopefully developing their confidence as well in writing as well. So what's going to happen with these stories then? Because last time we had a giant giant, we could all see when we went to the theatre. How is yeah. this going to be brought to life around Panto itself? We'll end up with a hundred stories, hopefully, and the hundred stories will all be on exhibition at the Lighthouse Cinema over the pantomime period, where people can go and look at the stories and read the stories. And 30 of those stories will be collected and collated into a, a book, which will be printed uh, for um, for p- people to, to actually have a hard copy version of the people who participate. And I think some, some of those books will be given away to, uh, for, for charity as well. Uh, the charity we're working with this year is Promised Dreams. So a great charity, doing great things to yeah. help kids who are uh, life-limited, uh, make uh, some magic for them and make some memories for them and their families. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's very fitting that you know, you're working with Panto and with the community to do that. And uh, does this mean that we can expect uh, an interesting tale from you and, and uh, hopefully not a nightmare rather than uh, yeah, a good dream? Uh, I don't think I'll be I'll be writing. I'll leave that to the children. I'm sure they can do a better job than I can. Um, but uh, yeah, so um, yeah, ho- hopefully uh, we'll have some really good, interesting stories. I think Emma's going to really vary it from school to school, so we have lots of different themes uh, going on in the stories. And how do people get their school involved? You can register your interest with myself, and you can email me at, on jamesc at grandtheatre.co.uk. Or you can even call me on 01902-573320 and just ask for myself. So 573320 uh, is the uh, number 01902, the code for it. Ask for James Collins or jamesc at grandtheatre.co.uk. Drop your quick note across and you will get in touch and sort about getting some schools across the area involved in what sounds like another brilliant project. And this time making some creative writing, which is always uh, a great thing to add to the curriculum, isn't it? Yeah, it is definitely, and um, there, there are there will be a lot of schools out there that that really want to uh, improve their pupils' creative writing, and this is a really good project for them to get involved in. Obviously, it's all free as well, uh, which which is fantastic as well for the schools. Brilliant. Well, keep up the good work, and we look forward to having some stories of uh, of dreams and the like as we head towards Sleeping Beauty at Christmas. It's fantastic. Thank you, Jason. That's all for this week. Thank you so much for joining us back with episode 468 next week. I'll see you then. Ta-ra for now. Goodbye from the mill bar. Goodbye from the mill bar. Goodbye from the mill bar. 
Goodbye from the milk bar, yeah. Goodbye from the milk bar, yeah.